The Jen Feel Great Podcast. Jen at Breakfast with Joe and Sparky. What was the ridiculous claim from your school playground? Because, right, I mean, you know the school, oh, well, my dad, well, my dad, well, my dad. It's always your dad's cousin. Or my dad's dad's mate. Or your dad's mate's brother. (laughs) (laughs) But genuinely, right, at my school, there was a brilliant claim. My mate, Ashley, he still owns a glitter factory down south in Chichester, right? But his granddad or his (laughs) step-great-granddad, that detail don't matter, that's not important, but his Granddad invented the jelly bean sandal. Like, you know, before yeah. Crocs were about, if you're a 90s kid, you're, you've had your feet rubbed by these on a seafront somewhere. You have had your feet sweating yeah. in a jelly bean sandal. The original one, you know, with a, sometimes a sheer of glitter through it. You, I mean, I had blue ones when I was a kid. You see, the girls have pink, yellow, yeah, mine all sorts. Pink, mine pink glitter. Pink glitter? Pink glitter. Your parents do all right, don't they, James? Right. So you right. But that's my mate's great-granddad, might be a step-granddad, I'm not sure. But Ashley, that's all you need to know, he was walking around claiming, yeah, well, my family invented the jelly bean sandal. That's big in my school that was my boyfriend's stepdad invented oh no designed concord no he didn't no we did because we shared the design of the concord with the french it was us and the french he was the british part really something like that that is there was a documentary on about two weeks i need to speak to him that's is that true yeah well i I, is that a claim or is that with the design of concord surely he's got to have a model concord in his house like because if he made it like he's got to have a little model one right he technically designed concord did he does he know about the turbo engine does he know like okay what's your bold claim (laughs) what's the claim that you or your mates in the school playground were always oh well my dad bang out of order this was my bit and you've trumped me I've got sandals you've got Concord another update that was my boyfriend's stepdad news just in via whatsapp uh, from my boyfriend my real dad here we go made the coca-cola sign original one no he did not no he didn't was it green or red right hold on we ain't even got time for that right some great claims what are your bold claims this is my one of my favourite actually we've had so many good ones Uh, Ben from Derby (laughs) his granddad what a hero my mate at school claimed his granddad won World War 2 single handedly with a grenade on Remembrance Sunday just think about Ben from Derby's mate's granddad alright Jim oh go on go on go on my dad trained the world's best snooker player Mark Selby he used to pick him up when he was little and take him to our restaurant to play there that's from Tanay 12 years old 100% 100% he trained him. Amazing. April 100% as well. 100% he trained him. Thanks for your text. I told everyone my stepdad used to be in the craze gang. He knew Ronnie and Reggie because that's what he told me. Like, all right, our stepdad's in the craze. Um, but this, I mean, are you ready for this? Tiff, what dance did your mum create? When I was watching the film, she says, oh, I invented that. It was me and your brother when he first started clubbing. I was like, no, you didn't. She said, no, you do it like this. Big fish, little fish, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my. Tiff's mum claims to have invented the big fish, little fish dance. (laughs) Which is amazing. It's unbelievable. But also, your family don't stop there with the magnificent things they've invented because a game I loved as a child, literally my favourite game to play with my big brother. (laughs) That's it. My dad. And his best friend claimed to have created the Kirby game. And they they both completely stand by it, saying we were the first people to do it. We did the first to play Kirby. Right, okay, we've got to investigate Kirby more. How old is your dad? 
Five. Oh, he's older than me then, because right. I mean, we I was playing it in the seventies. I was playing it across me Nan Street with my big brother. So right, so but it's made it all the way down south because I'm a southerner. So I mean, the fact that your dad, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> sending games to play in the street. And I grew up in Yorkshire, so it, it's pioneers from Tiff. Skegby's dad. We're so proud to know you, Tiff. Great claims, great claims. Thanks, Tiff. It's a pleasure. Take care. Bye bye. Who would have thought it? Right? Who would have thought the the creator of Kirby, the greatest game as a child? listens to this show and we know why in case anybody tries to hunt these people down my dad claims credit for the invention of the iPhone (laughs) right hold on just stop there you don't need to say anymore because that's brilliant he was talking about a phone that you could use a touch screen for in a cafe and he said the bloke with the glasses was listening (laughs) that's that's it Steve Jobs came over on a tech recce to the East Midlands oh they're smart over there just sat in a cafe When have you formed a queue, joined a queue, stayed in a queue? What happened at the end? Let me tell you this story about me in Derby. I was out in Derby last Saturday night. Yep. And we were at the Guildhall Theatre. Oh, you've named them. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were just having a chat about oh, a time no. you queued for nothing. Sorry. Oh. Okay, so I was out at a mystery location at a comedy <laughs> night. <laughs> We've edited that last bit out, all right. A comedy night on Saturday night. And uh, during the interval, uh, I said to my boyfriend, I'll go get us a drink. You sit here, I'll go get us a drink. What a lovely girlfriend. You go to the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sat down and I went to the bar for us. And so I joined the queue. And I, I made the decision a bit too late. Like, there were a lot of savvy people there who were straight up, straight to the bar, in the queue, knew what they were doing. I've never been to that venue before, so uh, I didn't quite know what was going they on. They can sense the interval. There's always them people that can sense the interval, take a few steps out before you get feds in the queue. So I was right at the end of the queue for the bar. And it was all done very lovely and very orderly fashion. Um, 20 minutes I was in the queue. Oh, that's basically the whole interval, isn't it? And I thought it doesn't matter because like, they were giving them out in plastic cups as they do at theatres and so you could take it in with you. So it's all fine. It's all good. Got to the bar um, and they didn't take a card. <laughs> and I had no cash on me. Oh, what? Oh, so oh. I couldn't have a drink. That's it. So- I queued for 20 minutes for nothing and that became the venue's fault apparently because Joe didn't have the correct method of payment <laughs> I mean it was it's a lovely venue lovely people yeah that's worked it. there everybody was lovely and super but friendly it's 2018 Sparky but come on <laughs> what do you mean you don't take card at a bar have you gone back <laughs> there's nothing more annoying than standing in a queue that I'm feeling like you're minutes. wasting your time 20 yeah, compl- minutes oh. and the closer I got to the bar the thirstier <laughs> I became you suddenly like you, you adapt the taste for beer and wine yeah. So much more strong. You're so right. Okay. And got that queued for 20 minutes for nothing. Oh, no. So, when have you queued and what didn't you get? Oh, we've all been there. Chloe in Nottingham. I queued for two hours to go on a ride at Alton Towers. Oh. When I got there, <laughs> it got shut down well, for the day. If it breaks the night, it, it, like, if there's it breaks the ride, well, there's nothing you can do. And you're like, two can I have that hours. two hours back? Mine was only 20 minutes. Oh. Well, I well, I'm not trying to even play trumps here, but like we left school early when I was younger uh, to go to London to Virgin Megastore to meet the Great One, the Rock from wrestling. Right, he had he brought a book out a few years ago, if you remember. Right, we went to get a signed copy of the Rock's book. He got the train up from to London, all around the back of London streets because it was all, like a massive queue out of Virgin Megastore. Anyway, 
We didn't get to see what the smell was. We didn't get to smell what the rock was cooking. That's what I need to tell you. We didn't get to see the rock. We didn't get anywhere near. How long was? How long were you in the queue for? Three and a bit hours. Yeah, right. So Joe and Sparky, I queued in Argos for forty-five minutes to collect something I'd reserved and paid for online. I got to the end of the queue, gave them the reservation number. Oh. They said, "Oh, sorry, there was a computer problem. We've oh. not got it. Can you come back tomorrow?" Like, it's like, I can mean, I have that time back? Isn't it? Like, that's the the thing. thing is, it's like, okay, it's no big deal. It's, you know, sometimes these things happen. There are bigger problems but in the world. Forty-five <laughs> minutes. And if that's your lunch break oh. and you only get an hour for lunch, like your day's ruined. Joe and Sparky, I went to see the script on Tuesday night at the Motor Point Arena. We got standing tickets, so we got there really early. Make sure we got a good view. Only to realise we were in the wrong part and we were stood with the people with seated tickets. <laughs> and the massive queue for standing was actually round the other side. Oh, we should have been in that thing. Oh, that massive queue. Yeah, oh. Go back, go back, go back in queue. We're talking queues. What have you queued for? For nothing. Sarah, what's your story? We were queuing left to go over um, Castlebridge Road a few years ago and um, sat there quite a while and it wasn't until I thought, there's nobody, sat, there's nobody in those cars. Um, that we then realised they were a row of parked cars. Cute ah, <laughs> to go left over Castlebridge Road behind a row of parked cars. Here's the bit where you be honest, Sarah. How yeah. long did you yeah. sit there before you realised there was no one sitting in the cars in front? It was about half an hour because the traffic was really bad. And then we couldn't get out into the road because it was bumper to bumper. So we're just sitting here parking. Brilliant, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> nice to talk to you, love. OK. Bye. Have bye. a great bye. morning. Breakfast with Joe and Sparky. Play music you love. Jen. Jen's Feel Great News. The Top Gun sequel's been delayed and will be released almost a year later than planned in 2020. Originally Top Gun Maverick with Tom Cruise was set to come out next summer. Paramount says the reason being is it's a very technically complex film to produce. Patsy Kensett says she follows Buddhist principles and says thank you several times a day. She's apparently began meditating eight years ago after visiting a retreat in Thailand and told Spirit and Destiny magazine that she's into meditation, positivity and gratitude. And finally, some really good news. Researchers want journeys to the office to form part of the working day. The University of the West of England says because commuters often use travel time for work emails, those hours should be counted as well. That's good news for me if that's the case. An extra hour's money in the bank each day. You can follow us on Twitter at Gem Radio News. Jenny and Ian. Gem. We're asking you... Where have you seen a bird? 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 Um, we're talking about this because I saw a little tiny parrot mm. on a perch which was stuck to a window uh, just travelling down the A52. I think he was on his holidays because the car was a French car. Um, Matthew Gregory, thank you for getting in touch on Twitter uh, at Playgem Radio. He said, I think it's a cork cut. Kike parrot. Kike parrot. Yeah, it's yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, we googled it. It was definitely that. Thank you for the intel. I like now that. Now you know. Yes. Uh, Shandney Freer got in touch on Twitter. One of my friends said she heard chirping on one of her bus journeys, and she saw a man get a budgie out from under his coat and place it on the window <laughs> ledge where it sat nicely till they got off. <laughs> I love that it sat nicely. I think I think birds really like just mo- being in a moving vehicle. I long for that sort of relationship with a bed where oh. I can just take her out, pop her on the side. 
It'd be the best, right? A bus journey can sometimes be a bit of a drag. Yeah. Someone gets the budgie out and pops it on the side. You'd, you'd have a lovely time. Uh, Sharon from Syston, we were on holiday the other year. There was a little paddling pool enclosed with a playpen. In said paddling pool was six ducks. Oh, I'd just get in there with them. Because you were. A little flap around. Um, I see a free flying blue and gold macaw in Hinkley most days. Her Ooh. name is Mabel Macaw. She's on Facebook. Look her up. Very good. Modern day woman. I love that. Um, I saw a man with a parrot on his shoulder in the queue for KFC in Foss Park. I mean, that is just... That is, that is the happiest sentence I have it's ever not, heard in my entire it's not. life. You can't take a bed to KFC. Ian. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't that take a bed bit, to KFC. That is a bit out of order, isn't it? He, was just, he, he wouldn't have known. No. He wouldn't have known. No. Ignorance is bliss. It'd be fine. Let's speak to Amy in Nottingham. Amy, where have you seen a bed? <laughs> Morrison's car park in the back of an estate what in the back of an estate what on earth i think i think the east midlands is, is a hotbed for birds and cars this is now two so talk us through it what was he doing what was he up to well you know when you get the feeling when you've parked your car that somebody's watching you <laughs> and you, you just get this sense to like look at the car parked at the side of you uh, yes yeah. yeah and i've got two big eyes looking at me from the rear end of this estate car and i'm like <laughs> It's a toy. It's got to be a toy. Oh. And then it moved. Oh. So, so what kind of bird is this? It was a barn owl. Yes! <laughs> They're quite big. Yeah, they've got big yeah. eyes. Oh, my yeah. God. And they can do that weird thing, like where they turn their entire yeah, head Yeah, the head turns right round. That's when I knew it wasn't a toy. Oh, oh, goodness. Was it up there with one of the greatest days of your life? Scary. Uh, up there, yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah. I did mention it to the security guard when I went in, Morris. Yeah. Yeah. And he went, it's all right. He parks here at least once a week. He goes to do shows with the birds. We get so many people telling us that there's a bird in a car. <laughs> what a hoot. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, thank so, you. yes, um, I'm guessing he's a regular visitor if anyone else wants to go and spot him. <laughs> it's not far from Gem. I may go sit there this afternoon. Yeah. Thank you for it's one of those where you do text double take on life when oh, you like. 100%. Oh, cheers, Amy. Thank you for talking to us. Cheers. No worries. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for listening to the Gem Feel Great podcast. Hear more by listening to Gem on 106 FM and DAB across the East Midlands and across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem.